Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pac-Man Podcast. I'm Ted Flint. Pac-Man stands for Patriotic American Citizen. That's what Pac stands for. A lot of news here. We had a show for you last night, had some technical difficulties, and wasn't able to bring it bring it uh, to you. I, you know, it's probably the best show I've ever done. Best show nobody's ever heard. But that was yesterday. Today's another day, and hopefully everything checks out tonight. You know, as you heard by now, Israel has uh, killed one of the major Hamas leaders, and that's the good news. But you would never know it by watching television. If you watch TV news, specifically CNN and MSNBC, you you did have you think that Israel is just a horrible place to live, and the Palestinians have no rights within Israel. Palestinians have more rights in Israel than they have in Palestine. And uh, Israel, contrary to what you may have heard on those stations I mentioned and some of the other left-wing networks, it's not an apartheid country. It's a Jewish country. The apartheid country is Palestine. The Gaza, the Gaza Strip is more apartheid than, than is Israel. So Israel, it was a celebration Monday. It was known as Jerusalem Day. And the celebration of the reunification of East and West Jerusalem by the Israeli military in the 67 war, that was the Six-Day War, uh, the big celebration, but the celebration was marred by violent clashes between radical Palestinian, the protesters, and Israelis in Jerusalem and, and elsewhere. So there was uh, rockets, you know, the Palestinians launched all these rockets at Israel. They, they, they hit Jerusalem, they hit Tel Aviv, they hit the, the Ben-Gurion airport. Israel responds in kind, and the media, as sure as God made little green apples, you can count on the media to condemn Israel. Not Palestine, Israel. The question is, should Palestinians have a right to defend themselves? Well, yeah, but they started it. I'm going to glance and blow here two or three minutes on each topic. I mean, I cannot believe literally what I hear on uh, the TV news. You're better off turning off the news. Most people have done that. Nobody watches MSNBC. Nobody watches CBS anymore. And I don't either. But I read about what they broadcast. So you don't have to. You know, the gas prices are going through the roof, as I'm sure, as I talked about yesterday, but you didn't hear it because the show never made it out. But there was a piece in Red State here likening the Biden administration, as young as it is, four months old, to the Jimmy Carter administration. Biden is the new Carter, and we have the gas lines to prove it. Now, those of you who were not alive in 1978 don't know what I'm talking about, but you had to literally wait for hours in line at gas stations to get a few dollars in gas. If you could, if they had gas. And young people today, if you're not, again, people 25, 30, they don't, they don't know what I'm talking about. But, but those of us who are over a certain age uh, remember those gas lines and remember that time in the 1970s. It was not a good time. Now, I, you know, it's too early to jump the gun and blame Biden for everything, but he did cancel the... Uh, the Keystone Pipeline, the Keystone XL Pipeline, one executive order on day one, he killed the pipeline. And then he put a moratorium on fracking and domestic gas production on, on federal lands, not private lands, because that's none of the federal government's business, what goes on on private lands. But on federal lands, no fracking. No do- domestic gas production is down. Supply is down. Demand is up with the summer months coming. And if you have those two things together, you're going to have higher prices. Now, we had the uh, the hacking of the uh, gas supplier earlier this week. I think it's Colonial. 
They supply nearly 50%, 45% colonial pipeline. The ransomware attack over the weekend, and, and now we're seeing a full-on fuel shortage. And we have not seen this since 1978. So you're going to pay more at the pump. How For how much longer? Hopefully not much longer, but I mean, look, at it's May. You got Memorial Day weekend coming up in a couple of weeks. You have the uh, summer driving season. The prices are not going to go down until after Labor Day. So anyway, AAA forecasts gas prices in Virginia to climb this week in reaction to the shutdown of Colonial, which delivers about 45% of all fuel to the East Coast. That's almost half of all the fuel we get here along the, the coastline we get from Colonial. So they got hit by a cybersecurity attack uh, Friday, I think it was. So it uh, has implications on both gasoline supply and prices. Hopefully it doesn't last long. All right, what else happening? You know, you don't hear much about Arizona these days, do you? But if you read Red State, you read Newsmax and uh, Daily Caller and some of the other conservative uh, news sites online, you'll know what's going on in Arizona. A lot of Republicans and Trump supporters are certain that this audit will prove the allegations that election integrity was compromised, was non-existent in the state of Arizona, certainly in Maricopa County during the elections. The Democrats and their sycophants in the media are trying to have both sides of a debate, and they, they just can't have it both ways. They say the audit is fatally flawed due to lack of security and, and faulty procedures, and yet the election was the most secure ever. You can't have it both ways. It's either one or the other. Either it's the most secure or it's, uh, it was fl fatally flawed. I say it was fatally flawed. There, there is more than enough evidence to prove there were, quote-unquote, irregularities. So there's this big audit underway in Arizona and other states as well. Somebody, somebody referred to Biden as a hologram. That's how he won the election. There was so much shady activity going on. I'll just read you what happened here in Arizona. Two massive vote dumps occurred in just over an hour after the polls in Arizona closed. 625,000 and 1,473,000 votes, respectively. The total of those two vote dumps, over 2 million, exceeded the official results total of Maricopa County votes cast. They had 2,089,563 by more than 9,000 votes. So Biden received more votes in those two vote dumps 1,161,582 than the official vote tally of 1,040,774 in Maricopa County. That's why people who voted for Trump and a lot of conservatives are not believing that Biden is the actual winner of the election. Now, what's going to happen? They conclude the audit and they say, yes, you know, Maricopa County, there was some shady business going on. Arizona maybe should have been in the Trump camp. They're not going to take Biden down. I mean, he's the president. Joe Biden, his people stole the election, plain and simple. That's all, as uh, Michael Savage used to say. You know, it's tax time, and I uh, taxes are due on May 17th, and I have not yet done my taxes. Hopefully, I'll get a pretty decent federal return and state return as well. I got a nice return last year, return of my own money. Most of it's my own money. And uh, But the president, when we hear from the Biden camp, oh, you know, rich people need to pay their fair share. It's the president who has not paid his fair share, according to a piece in The Federalist, 
he has not paid his fair share of taxes. Now, he's used this over and over in recent weeks. Now, he's going to raise taxes across, across the board here by massive amounts. Yes, on the rich. Yes, he says, on those making over 400000 a year. But everybody's taxes eventually will go up. This is, a, again, according to um, the Federalist, with his own taxes, President Biden did not pay his fair share. According to columnist Christopher Jacobs, upon leaving the vice presidency in early 2017, he and his wife Jill exploited a tax loophole of questionable legality to dodge hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. And he used the savings to fund lavish real estate holdings. Did you hear about this on CNN? I didn't. I've yet to hear it. I, I watch C. That's all I get is CNN. That's all our cable package provides is CNN and, I guess, headline news. But this column cited how Biden, in a recent speech to Congress, talked about another tax increase, a multi-trillion dollar plan for human infrastructure, whatever that is. What's human infrastructure? Multi-trillion dollars. Nobody talks of deficits and the debt any longer. Have you noticed? But in his, in his address, not his, his address to Congress, it wasn't a State of the Union so much. He used the words fair share on no fewer than five separate occasions to justify these proposed revenue hikes, which is tax increases, basically. But Biden has personally avoided, according to the column, more than $500,000 in taxes to fund his, his lifestyle. But he demands others pay their fair share. Again, from the... Uh, the Federalist, the column reported from 2017 through 2019, the Bidens classified a total of $13.5 million in book and speech income as profits from their two corporations rather than as cash wages. So they find the way around paying their fair share. We have to pay our fair share, and certainly the 1%, the top 1%, they pay everybody's fair share, basically. So, well, before I finish up with taxes, Governor Cuomo uh Today, this has nothing to do with taxes, but I mean, here in New York State, we get hit with, we get crushed with taxes. The, the governor announced that SUNY and CUNY boards will require vaccinations for all students attending in-person classes in the fall. My daughter has just signed up for SUNY, SUNY Albany, and she's looking forward, as she was, until she got this news yesterday from the governor. SUNY and CUNY uh, students will have to be vaccinated. This is, do you feel the, the, the world kind of closing in around you if you're unvaccinated as we are, the Flints? Now, I'm not sure how much longer. I'm not going to say I'll never get vaccinated, but I, I don't really want to take the chance on the vaccine right now based on what I've heard and read. But if you want to go to SUNY Albany or CUNY, you've got to be vaccinated. And then the governor talks about all the, uh, the doses in the last 24 hours, 112,000 plus doses, a million one doses administered over the past seven days. They're trying to pump the vaccine because fewer people now are getting vaccinated. The numbers are going down. Number of infections are decreasing, as you would expect in May. And the number of people being vaccinated is going down as well. So the, the governor and all the media types are pushing this vaccine or these vaccines as hard as they can. This is like the panacea. Get vaccinated. Got to do it. Got to do it for, uh, you know, society. Do your... Do your civic duty and get vaccinated. Make everybody safer. Well, there's no proof that's the case. 
And we're out of time, folks. I wish we had more time. If you're thinking of doing what I'm doing right now, doing a podcast, maybe you've been thinking about it for a time, but you haven't been able to pull the trigger, Buzzsprout, if you do decide to do it, Buzzsprout is the easiest and best way to launch a podcast. Buzzsprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players, you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole bunch more. So why not join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world? All you have to do is follow the link in this show's notes and get started today. Plus, if you sign up for a paid plan, they will give you Buzzsprout, a $20 Amazon gift card. Again, all you have to do is follow the link in the show notes so that Buzzsprout knows that I, the patriotic American citizen, Ted Flint, sent you Buzzsprout, the easiest way to launch a podcast. And speaking of podcasts, we have some fine ones for you on the BMG Network. You can listen to this one, the Pac-Man podcast, the Ken Burns Show, the Ken and Mike Show, Miked Up with Mike Hansen, and Set Apart with Kristen Coons. All those shows, and we have some columns up there for you to, uh, to read as well. The Pack Perspective, one I do uh, on occasion, that's up there. And Ken Burns, he writes... Uh, columns as well we have some other people joining the uh, the ranks as well so go to go to the bmg network.com and check it out and thanks very much for listening folks if the lord wills it we will talk to you soon the pac-man podcast was produced and edited in the bmg studio music by kevin mcleod for more episodes of the pac-man podcast go to the bmg network.com or go to the bmg network on facebook and be sure to tune into the next episode of the Pac Man Podcast with Ted Flint.